the Todd Stansbury Podcast from RamblinWreck.com. This is the official podcast of Georgia Tech Athletic Director Todd Stansbury as he gives you an inside look at what's happening around Yellow Jacket Athletics. Now, alongside Tech Athletic Director Todd Stansbury, here's the voice of the Yellow Jackets, Andy Demetra. And we are glad you found us. First week of classes, game week next week. So we had to give you a welcome back podcast here to start off the 2020 athletic year on the flats. I'm Andy Demetra, joined as always by the athletic director, Todd Stansberry, from what usually is a tastefully appointed athletic director's office. It's kind of an under construction uh, AD's office. Todd, what's going on in here? Well, I um, uh, last year I actually cut my office in half so that we could kind of jam more people into these suites and uh and so this summer got around to actually getting it arranged in a way that would actually be a little bit more efficient so we are totally in construction mode but hopefully by uh by christmas i'll get all the boxes out of here and It'll look more like an athletic director's this looks office. Like a, this looks like a dorm room on move-in weekend. Well, this is it's. There's a lot goes on here, and um, unfortunately, I'm not one of those guys that walks into his office and has every pen in its location and nothing on his desk. It's uh, it's typically looks like. Uh, a work in progress when you have a functioning internet connection and you have a flat <laughs> surface to lay your papers on that's all you need that's that's all i need yep and you've certainly uh, been busy as we know there is no off season for an athletic director even though we're coming off the end of the summer a lot to get to on this month's edition of the Toddcast. before we get into it make sure you like you listen you subscribe you can find us on spotify you can find us on the Uh, iTunes store. You can find us in the Google Play Market. And when you do listen, make sure you support the Toddcast by liking, listening, subscribing, telling your fellow Jacket fans, making sure they know what to expect with another edition of the Toddcast. And we'd be remiss, we're recording this on a Monday, we'd be remiss if we didn't begin this Toddcast by saying, how about Andy Ogletree capturing the 119th U.S. Amateur Championship on Sunday night at Pinehurst? How special was that to see? It was phenomenal. In fact, I I was in um, the the uh, Delta Lounge at um, San Francisco Airport watching the, the end of that, and um, it was just not only the it was not only that he won, but how he won. Um, you know, and going down early, and then just crawling back in and grinding that guy down, and and. Um, you know, I, I texted him right afterwards, and I said, um, Jones, Kucher, Ogletree, sounds pretty good to me. Nice ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Would you have stayed in the Delta Lounge to watch all the holes if it meant missing your flight? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it was, it was that kind of a, you know, I don't, for people that don't know um, how the U.S. Amateur is, is done, um, you know, it ends up, if you're one of the two people standing, it's toe-to-toe, 36 holes, one day, match play. So it is a total fist fight out there and um, just an incredible uh, event to watch. And, of course, when you got a, you know, when you when, when you got a dog in the fight, it definitely um, would have been hard to leave. <laughs> yes. And uh, so timing's everything. But I would also, it does bring up a, a point I wanted. I, I just got back from speaking to the Dodd boys, and the point I made was, you know, so much that goes into winning championships is infrastructure, 
which of course right now are pushing the edge and how we've got to um, uh, build a new edge building, but it's also people. And um, so I'd like to just do a, a, a shout out to obviously um, Bruce Hepler and, and uh, all that he's done to prepare Andy to take on a challenge like this. But Leah Thomas is our, is our nutritionist. And about two years ago, she really studied um, our golf program, our golf team, and figured out what's the best way to make sure that they're hydrated and have the proper nutrition throughout 18 holes of golf, which means hole three, you're doing something different than you are 15, 16, 17. Well, here you got 36 holes in one day, and I could not help but think, as I saw the way Andy finished, that all the work she had done in really creating a program specifically for the our, our team when they're on the course uh, certainly paid off yesterday. Yep, and that proof was uh, on the green there when he hoisted the Havemeyer Trophy for the third time, a Yellow Jacket golfer, very cool. U.S. amateur champion. So he'll etch his name on that trophy alongside Bobby Jones and Matt Kuchar. Like you said, not bad company to keep. Of course, we're also a little more than a week out from uh, the, the season opener in football, the opener of the Jeff Collins era when the Yellow Jackets take on Clemson. I'm sure you've been to a couple preseason practices over at football. Yeah, I have been over there. Yeah, I'm sure you watch those practices through a pair of lenses, the lens of a former player and the lens of an athletic director. What were your observations, your takeaways from watching those practices through both of those lenses? That those guys um, were having a heck of a lot of fun out there. Um, and obviously the last nine months have been, uh, you know, I mean, it's like drinking water from a fire hose as we totally change systems. And, and Jeff has a totally different way of running practices, which uh, requires you to study just how to practice before you can even go out there. And um, so as an athletic director, I'm just like, wow, this is an incredible machine he has. There's a, a method to everything that he does, and there's a reason for it. And then as a player, just thinking, boy, would I have loved to um, uh, played in a system like this because uh, they worked hard, uh, but they were having fun out there too. And that's hard to say, you know, in my day it was two-a-days, um, now it's a little bit different, but um, typically people don't think of preseason practice as the best time of their lives. It's hard to keep up the energy when you're two, three weeks into preseason practice, but uh, especially when you've been, uh, you know, coming from Toronto, you've been on a couple IVs already just to kind of rehydrate, and of course we didn't have the the science that we do now. There was no Leah Thomas who was helping you out. <laughs> Were you back in the, the, the no water breaks, couple of salt tablet days? Thankfully, I, I was not there. I, okay. I just missed that. Um, but uh, I tell you what, it was, I don't know that we had as much fun as those guys. <laughs> Let me ask you this, and you've shared this story before, so has Jeff Collins. One of the words that he used in his first interview with you that really clicked was brand. He is a faithful, ardent believer in building a brand as a football program. You're an ardent believer in building a brand as an athletic department. Knowing that winning is the ultimate brand enhancer in these last nine months since you hired him, in what tangible ways have you seen the brand of Georgia Tech football and by extension the brand of Georgia Tech athletics become enhanced since Jeff Connells took over? 
Well, I think he just turned up the volume and literally and figuratively. If anybody's been to any of our practices or in the team room before practice, you, you'll know he, he turns up the volume. Um, but I think that uh, in Atlanta, everywhere you go, people are talking about Georgia Tech football and the excitement around it. And it's not just Georgia Tech people. It's other uh, alums from other programs have taken notice of what we're doing here. And, um, and then also nationally, uh, I, I just got um, back from uh, our summer CFP meetings. And, of course, all my you know, committee teammates were all talking about what we have going on and the noise that we're making. So as far as elevating the brand and turning up the volume, um, uh, Coach Collins has done a phenomenal job. He's not afraid to uh, be bold in certain aspects, not the least of which is something that we will see on October the 5th, uh, and that would be the new Adidas alternate uniforms that Georgia Tech will be wearing uh, for the North Carolina game at Bobby Dodd Stadium October 5th. And it's really cool. It's the merging of an alternate uniform set with a tremendous cause. In this case, Georgia Tech is going to honor the superheroes in our community, the children who are, are battling illnesses at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And, Todd, we want to go behind the scenes maybe on, on how this idea and concept came about. Uh, who first approached whom, and, and how long ago were the wheels set in motion to not only get an alternate uniform set for 2019, but also to pair it with a cause like this? Well, um, Adidas uh, does a uh, periodically these um, special uniform uh, programs for specific schools, and they'll typically roll them out with um, with a, a number of schools all at the same time. And of course, they choose who they want to do these. So it probably started really a year or so ago when we were talking about um, our partnership and really negotiating the deal that they were going to, um, for 19, come out with what they're calling their strategy uniform series. And I've been involved with these at other institutions before, and it's basically a select group of schools are chosen, and there's usually a theme behind it. And um, we were fortunate that um, Adidas came to us, that they wanted us to be part of their, uh, what they're calling their strategy uniform series. And this really has um, uh, a cool aspect to it in that they wanted you to kind of marry up the theme with a, a local community partner. Um, and, uh, and we, I, our team was kind of given a, a list of potential partners out there, and they overwhelm, overwhelmingly chose um, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, which, of course, has so many different tie-ins to, to Georgia Tech. Of course, um, Children's Healthcare um, uh, came out of the, you know, the... the the, the Shriners Hospital, and, um, and of course, they, anybody that's been around Georgia Tech, as long as I have, in fact, I played in the game. It was the uh, traditional uh, freshman game um, on, uh, on, on Thanksgiving Day. Do you have any recollections from playing in that game? Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, for the, because it's a freshman game and you're, you know, unless you're, uh, you know, in my case, unless you're somebody like Ken Wisenhunt, who started as a freshman, or Jeff Kiesler, um, who started as a freshman, most of us um, uh, earned our stripes as uh, part of the scout team. And so um, 
the uh, the freshman game was always an opportunity for us to actually get in a real game. And of course, it was against the University of Georgia and a great tradition. And so, you know, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, obviously springing out of um, uh, uh, the um, the Shriners Hospital, um, really, uh, or the Scottish Rite Shriners Hospital, um, kind of ties to our uh, ties us to kind of some of our past, and then um, and, and the fact that it's children's health care just in general, and and honoring these uh, these young people that that are really overcoming some incredible adversity in our, our um, football team. That is who they wanted to partner with. So I'm really excited about this um, for, for many reasons and really appreciative to Adidas for uh, including us in this, um, in, in this year's uh, alternative uniform uh, program. And I think the uniforms are, are awesome. Uh, and of course, everything that we do, knowing that, that as we got into this um, uh, partnership with Adidas, we, we would be shaking things up a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think people have seen um, our uniforms and our uniform combinations, and we have um, just a lot more selection. Uh, and, of course, our, our student-athletes love it and um, love the, the fact that they have a role and, and a say in kind of what they want to wear and um, as is the case at, at most other programs, I believe. And, and, um, but in this case, uh, if you've seen it, um, if you've seen the uniforms and I, I think you should go online, I think there's a YouTube video that rolls it out and kind of all that. Um, but it really pays homage to, um, uh, to coach Heisman who, um, who, uh, in the early 1900s or whatever introduced the whole idea of a scout team uh and they were called the gray devils and so um this is kind of a uh you know pay homage to coach heisman and kind of the establishment of the game uh as well as our long-term uh relationship with children's health care of atlanta so i think it's going to be a fabulous game and just um and of course the proceeds go to children's health care mm-hmm. so there's so many things to love about this and i think it just plays right into um us wanting to be relevant in atlanta and be good community partners and this is a just a win-win for everybody we know the fans can be very territorial about their colors they might see the onyx gray which is the, the, the color of these alternate uniforms and think what does that have to do with georgia tech but this dates back to John Heisman and some of his innovations on the flats. I had no idea about the Gray Devils. I didn't either. And, um, and of course, gold will be prominent, as always. Um, it, is our, it, it is our, we are white and gold. Those are our official colors. Um, but I think for our fans and our friend our, and our um, student athletes, our players, uh, being able to mix it up with these uniforms, um, not only do our current players love it, but we're recruiting 15, 16, 17-year-olds. So the cooler you can look on game day, the better. And these these uh, these uniforms are very, very cool. And these jerseys do have a crest on the back that pays homage to Cape Day, which is the big day on October the 4th, day before Georgia Tech in North Carolina. And that has been a longstanding tradition with Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. There's an homage to that on the back. The only way that these uniforms should not pay homage to Georgia Tech history 
is we don't want the Yellow Jackets playing like a scout team uh, most when definitely. they take the field yeah, versus yeah, North Carolina. No, that's, that, that, where, that, that's where the connection ends. Yeah, let's stop those tributes right there. Now, by the way, the replica jerseys, they can be pre-ordered right now, ramblinrec.com. They'll be available in stores closer to game day. And like you said, Todd, the proceeds from the sales will be donated to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Yeah, and also um, ramblinrec.com will also have information on how to how to buy the, col- the gold capes as well. And so uh, I know that that is an Atlanta tradition, that Cape Day and, and uh, making capes available to others. And so what we're hoping is, is that, um, that, uh, uh, that, um, that the UNC game We'll have a lot of gold capes out there um, that will uh, obviously um, support children's health care yeah, of Atlanta. That would be a great sight to see. Uh, on the Toddcast, we love ourselves a smooth segue and all this talk about colors and, and apparel weaves so nicely into something that uh, you took upon yourself earlier this summer, and that was sending out a comprehensive brand survey uh, with you and, and Georgia Tech's licensing partner, Learfield IMG. You sent this out basically to everybody who has an email address in the Georgia Tech Athletics Database. We're talking season ticket holders, fans, students, faculty, staff, alums, trying to get a better sense of Georgia Tech fans' apparel preferences. Um, you have the, the, the results of, those, uh, of the survey, and we know if you don't like data and you don't mm-hmm. like numbers— you must not have lasted very long at Georgia Tech. So fans are, are interested to hear uh, some of the results uh, of the findings of this survey. First, Todd, tell us how many respondents you had. We had over 11,000 respondents, which is actually the highest number any collegiate partner survey that um, Learfield IMG has ever done has received. So really want to thank everybody that took the time uh, to, to fill out the survey and send it in because it's, it, it's invaluable information um, for us uh, as we're talking to our, um, uh, our partners um, about uh, gear. Uh, and, um, you know, because quite frankly, we, you know, prior to being with Adidas, it's like the chicken and the egg thing. I mean, you know, Georgia Tech gear, uh, one wasn't, necessarily available everywhere it wasn't that it wasn't as consistent as we had hoped um the colors weren't necessarily that consistent and so now we're with um with adidas which provides us um a lot more options uh not only obviously in what our kids are wearing um in competition but also what what's potentially available out there in retail and so um having this information really gives us um um, really the the numbers to back up kind of the story of of what we think our fans want, and it's more than what we think. This is what they've said. So 11,000 respondents. Yep. Obviously, it is a hot-button topic among Georgia Tech fans. Uh, what do we find out from this survey? Well, drum roll. Georgia Tech gold is the number one preferred color on apparel, with navy coming in at number two and white coming in at number three. Um, This, though, does allow us, because we constantly hear about gold, the lack of gold options, and those types of things. And um, uh, while we're not part of the, um, 
the the retail supply chain and um and, and retails are retailers do not take kind of our advice on what they should be putting in their stores i mean they and and their research typically shows that navy is number one um and now we can counter that um with our own survey and our own data and our own information that says well actually in what we're seeing and here's the data um gold is number one with navy number two um but at the end of the day it's really important for our fans to let their retailers know what it is that they want because what they're what they order and what they buy are things that they think they can sell and i think what most people don't realize is that um the uh the uh retail aspect uh specifically with adidas the retail aspect of adidas and the collegiate aspect of adidas are two totally separate units and so when we're working with our partners at Adidas, they are fully they are focused on small quantities, um, specialized to our student athletes and our coaches that'll be used in a short period of time. Where the retailer has got a much longer um, time frame in mind, uh, much uh, larger distribution. They have they need a much uh, longer runway to. Um, to, to produce the to produce what they're going to sell in stores and it's basically a, a buyer for a retailer is meeting with the retail folks at Adidas to place their orders that are being placed a year in advance and that's totally different from what we do but I think that uh, it, Adidas and um, uh, does listen to the fans and I think a great example of the influence that they can have and we can have is um, when the baseball team came back with the, um, the, the throwback uh, block T uh, baseball caps. And there was a huge cry out um, in the, uh, from our fans wanting that hat. Well, uh, Adidas listened, and now those hats are available. Mm-hmm. So the fan and uh, the fan and um, so they will listen to the fans. They do listen to us. Um, the time frames aren't as quickly on the retail side as, as obviously we would hope at times, uh, especially because it's not as nimble. Um, but uh, I think that uh, this this survey and, and the feedback from our fans definitely helps us when we're in those conversations. So again, what the retailers do with the data from this survey is up to them, but it is your hope that they'll see the data and it'll cause them to change their purchasing habits to more closely align with what you've discovered from the survey. Exactly, because now we have data, and it's not just us saying, hey, our fans want mm-hmm. gold or want more gold. Um, and so now, well... They have surveys and data of their own that, that show what, what fans buy. Um, we at least now also have um, data that um, when, we are, when we're having those conversations and, of course, our licensing folks are sending this out to all of our merchandise partners that are, are making Georgia Tech, um, whether it's gear or other accessories, 
uh, they will also have this data as well. So the retail partners who would typically stock more Navy items than gold items, do you think part of that might have been before you came along, there were so many different variations of gold. It'd be yellow. Sometimes it'd look almost brown. Now that you've standardized the tech gold, it might be easier for them to create consistent uniform products with that color. Therefore, you know, it, it'll be easier for them to stock the shelves and knowing that everything is going to look the same consistent and that that'll be reflected in the, the spending habits of fans. I think it'll help. It definitely helps when you uh, have a color or colors that are standardized. And, and, um, and I think that, uh, you know, I think it'll move the needle. I think there'll be more um, product available and it'll continue to expand. The other thing is we got to re remember is well, we're, we're just through year one with Adidas. And if you need a year runway, um, before things are going to st uh, start showing up at mm -hmm. retail. The fact that we had anything last year, they were anticipating us getting this deal done, and they literally had to get that stuff on some type of a fast track um, so that we had anything. So I think you're going to start to see just more and more, um, not just, you know, color scheme, uh, gold available, but I think just more and more product mm -hmm. available. No coincidence then that this survey was conducted with a year lead time? Yeah, well, we knew that um, we. this is something that we definitely knew was important. It's important to our fans. And um, and, and so we knew that data uh, is, uh, given that we don't have a long track record because we didn't have standardized colors. And so we, we, we couldn't point to um, this is what's preferred, and now we can. That's good. Hopefully it'll be reflected in what uh, Georgia Tech fans are wearing to Bobby Dodd Stadium and wherever else you'll see the Jackets play this year. Uh, you will also be able to watch the Yellow Jackets this year on ACC Network. I know that the drumbeat has been growing louder and louder as we get ready for launch this week, August 22nd. What can you tell us about where we stand with where it can be watched? And for those fans who might not have a cable subscriber, a provider that has yet signed with ACC Network. What can we do between now and the 22nd and between now and the 29th when Tommy's leather? Sure. I mean, uh, this is a push. Uh, uh, if you're following uh, Jeff Collins, which I know most people are, uh, especially um, our people, uh, we're, we're, we're pushing our people to make sure that they can get the ACC Network because without it, you're not going to get the Clemson game. And... Um, you know, part of, uh, and quite frankly, uh, there's a reason that uh, Georgia Tech Clemson is opening up the season. And it is to um, uh, make sure that uh, the ACC network is getting quality programming, which is going to uh, prompt um, these carriers to not just want to t uh, want to um, have it, but have to take it. Um, and so uh, right now there's, you know, four national providers and then DirecTV, Hulu, YouTube TV, um, PlayStation View. And then um, last week we announced that Charters signed up. I know that there's a number of, um, of the smaller regional car carriers are already on ACC Network. A lot of this is going to, whether you get it or not, or how you're going to get it, is going to be determined by where you are. That's why going to um, getaccn.com and plugging in your 
um, uh, postal code. Um, you see, that's Canadian postal code. <laughs> Let's go with zip code. Um, and find out who, who carries it in your area. And um, like a lot of people, I'm in that boat. Uh, I'm with uh, Comcast Xfinity, which is closer to home, and they don't carry it right now. And I know there's negotiations going on as we speak. And, and uh, But I'm in the same boat as a lot of people here are in Atlanta is trying to figure out, you know, um, what I'm going to do come... Uh, uh, come 29th, because uh, not only am I going to want to be able to get all of our football games that are on there, but the ACC network is going to provide programming for all of our sports, and um, that's the that that's really the you know the having our own network. Um, it, it, there's obviously a financial piece to it which will really, really help us um, as it's helped the Big Ten, as it's helped the SEC with their networks. But beyond that, it's exposure, it's recruiting, um, it's basically how expanding our footprint for the ACC um, to uh, people that may not normally get our games or may not know anything about our baseball program or or our golf program. Mm -hmm. and, and so this is a big deal. And uh, so I'm urging everybody to uh, go to getaccn.com and uh, see how you can get it in your area. Uh, and if uh, and if you're with one of those carry carriers um, that don't get it right now, you need to let them know that, um, that you want it or else. Time's ticking. <laughs> Time is ticking. And, and we should note, you don't want to fall into the app trap. If you have the Watch ESPN app, right. you can't get ACC Network games unless your cable provider is carrying ACC Network. Your Watch ESPN app will do you no good. So you got to make sure your cable provider uh, is on board with ACC Network so you will not be left in the dark. However, should you be left in the dark, may I humbly submit that we will always take care of you on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Yeah, and so our game day app, regardless of where you are, because I also hear about coverage and, and where I live and I can't hear it and this and that, through our app, you can listen to every Georgia Tech game, and it doesn't matter where you are, whether you're in your car, your house, in the backyard, you know, mowing the lawn, whatever you can get our game. Get that TuneIn app on your phone. Get the Georgia Tech Game Day app on your phone. Either way, we'll get you the broadcast and the radio call of Georgia Tech versus Clemson all throughout the 2019 season. Speaking of that 2019 season, home opener uh, is coming up soon as well. Uh, Jeff Collins baptizes his career mm -hmm. at Bobby Dodd Stadium against the USF. That'll be on September the 7th. Uh, let's talk about football tickets, where we stand right now. And I know people are learning just how versatile that Stinger mobile pass can be. Explain to Tech fans, Todd, this innovation and how well it serves Georgia Tech fans who want to come to games this year. Well, I think the, the great thing about the Stinger mobile pass is it gives fans the flexibility and, and where it guarantees them a seat in the stadium, just not a location. Um, at a price that is where that is affordable, so this is really good for um, in a lot of cases for those uh, uh, younger fans that aren't sure how many games they're going to be able to come to and and are a little hesitant about getting a 
um, a season ticket, but know they want to come to some games and they're kind of are making those decisions closer to game time. Well, for 149 bucks, you are guaranteed a seat in the stadium for all seven home games, which from what I'm told right now is lower than uh, what you can get a Georgia um, ticket for in the secondary market. So this is uh, a full season. If you want a seat guaranteed in the lower bowl, it's 249. You still won't know location, but at least you're guaranteed in the lower bowl. But this is a great way to guarantee yourself um, seats in the stadium. Uh, the uh, you'll basically be um, uh, the the tickets will actually come to your phone um, on uh, uh, I think the day before the game or game day, but it's close to the game once. Our um, ticket office knows where they've got inventory and those types of things. But um, it's uh, a very, very uh, reasonable way to guarantee yourself seven home games uh, in Bobby Todd Stadium. And you can link up with other Stinger Mobile Pass uh, holders so that you can all sit together. Yes. Which is a big logistical hurdle that fans might have. So if they're on the fence, the Stinger Mobile Pass can take care of that for you. Yeah, and I got to say, our our ticket operation guys have been working on this and um, have put a lot of work into it, just knowing that um, not everybody is going to consume sporting events, live sporting events, the same way. And you're going to have those that have been in the same seats for 20 years and they're never going to want to move because they – um, are there with the people that they've been there with for two decades. And then you have others that are uh, recent grads that are just getting started. And so our, our ticket operations people are constantly looking for um, different ways to package tickets, provide access to tickets, give um, game day experiences that fits uh, – every demographic and every socioeconomic background and and regardless of whether you're a a new Georgia Tech fan and you're excited about what Jeff Collins has got going on, whether you're a transplant from a a Big Ten city and you love college football or you're an alum or like I spoke to today, you're one of the the Bobby Dodd boys. Um, We're trying to put opportunities out there for everybody this is really the future of season tickets moving away from the big booklet and having everything localized on your phone yeah and i mean it's like everything everything is moving towards that phone and um tickets are 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 the same and and um and so it just is uh, you know it just makes things easier because i don't know anybody that leaves home without their phone Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to lose your ticket or you know you name it um that I, you know, my issue is, uh, I'll have people that I've got coming to the games, and guess what? They need a parking pass. But how do you get a parking pass at will call? Because you got to park first. Mm-hmm. So moving towards um, phones, whether it's for parking passes or or tickets or hospitality is just the way to go and our people are constantly working to see how we um how we can provide those services in a more efficient way all right so if you're still considering season tickets do consider that stinger mobile pass uh, another thing that we announced here recently another avenue in which to support georgia tech student athletes is the georgia united 
credit union uh, debit card. What can you tell us about that and how that can benefit Georgia Tech Athletics? Well, uh, this is actually when I first came here because I'd done something similar at a, at a, a previous institution was, um, I, in fact, I asked our corporate um, sponsorship people, um, you know, where, where's our uh, where's our credit union debit card partner? Because um, this is a one the whole uh, uh, partnership with a credit union and, and what they do as far as financial literacy and and um, so the partnership includes uh, for us uh, opportunities for them to meet with student athletes and, and educate them on financial literacy and not only our athletes but our staff and and so in the case of um, Georgia United Credit Union um, part of this package also is a um, Georgia Tech Athletics branded debit card um, that for every transaction um, a portion of that transaction actually supports um, Georgia Tech student-athletes. And um, the reason I was so in, uh, interested in, in doing something like this um, was uh, in, in, uh, at a previous institution where we did this, in the first year, that, that support was um, in excess of six figures. Wow. Uh, and so... It's another way for our fans, our alums, even our students, um, to support Georgia Tech student-athletes because um, everybody needs a debit card anyways. And um, uh, Georgia United Credit Union, uh, just a, a fabulous uh, partner. And um, for anybody that uh, I, I isn't familiar with credit unions, I mean, it is a relationship for life. And uh, that's what we liked about it was um, that it, it provides um, our students, our student athletes um, with potentially a lifelong partner that'll be there for, um, to not only educate them, but be, uh, be with them throughout their lives um, on their financial needs. So Very cool. Uh, exciting new partnership. And it's, you know, it's a way for... Uh, for you to support our student-athletes. Look forward to a lot of happy swiping at Bobby Dodd Stadium here in the hey, months to come. You're swiping them anyways. May as well mm. get some of that money back to Georgia Tech <laughs> student-athletes right. and help support them in the process, right? <laughs> well, we covered a lot of ground this month, didn't we? Yes. Uh, i got to ask you, since we are recording this on the first day of classes at Georgia Tech, do you remember your very first class at Georgia Tech? I don't really remember the class. I remember um, having to get the class and going over to... Um, over, going over to the gym and uh, basically standing in line with these cards, trying to get signed in the classes, and it was uh, it w- it was pretty chaotic and uh, and very intimidating for uh, somebody right out of high school because of course you're not you're you're afraid of not getting classes and and you have no clue who the right professors are or who you might want and so yeah i remember that i don't remember the first class i remember trying to get a class i'm sure you made that first class though probably you probably would have remembered yeah, if you I, overslept I, I, yeah I, let's just say yeah I would. yeah yeah sure why not <laughs> 
I don't think the registrar can track down that information <laughs> no. anyway. Well, once again, for future editions of the Toddcast, if you ever have a question, drop us a line using the hashtag Toddcast. He's at GT Todd Stansbury. I'm at Andy Demetra. Before we uh, wrap up the show, we said at the very top, next week is an official game week, not just in football, but elsewhere at Georgia Tech, Todd. So let's give everybody the rundown. Yep. Uh, volleyball's hosting a tournament here uh, Friday and Saturday. So it's the Georgia Tech Invitational. Um, we got Long Beach coming in from the West Coast, which is uh, a, um, uh, a national power in, in women's volleyball. And so um, uh, if uh, so, come over to Clemson. Watch uh, watch that game either live or on the ACC network. I believe it's getaccn.com, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, then we'll be at home with volleyball on uh, Friday and Saturday. Can't wait. The Platts are bustling once again. We appreciate everybody listening to the Toddcast. Todd, once again, thank you. Thank you. All right, he's Todd Stansbury. I'm Andrew Demetra. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time on the Toddcast. The Todd Stansbury Podcast is a presentation of RamblinWreck.com. Go Jackets!